Welcome to Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation under 20 minutes. We are your casters, Rob and Sev. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Good. Just chillax and you? Good. Just enjoying this beautiful um, Sunday we got going. So, mm. as... It is are, Saturday. It is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> as what are... Uh, show is about we go to this random chat room not random chat room random <laughs> topic generator <laughs> and we <laughs> click and hopefully we get a good conversation started so let's do this here we go mm. what's the most frustrating app you have tried okay frustrating app um hmm I'll need a moment for this one if you want to go first. Um, well, it's actually a tough for, one. For me, it's kind of a unique situation, mm-hmm. but it is more like, um, how do I say? Probably the dating gaps. And that uh, falls into every dating app. You know what I mean? From Mm-hmm. Coffee meets bagel, okay, Cupid, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Tinder, you name it. Um, Christian Mingles. Christian Mingles, mm-hmm. Hot Farmers, whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's not the app itself that is frustrating, but how it kind of works is frustrating because you are looking to hopefully meet, like, the right person. But... Mm-hmm ironically knock on wood i have met my my wife through one Mm -hmm. of these websites i mean through these apps Mm -hmm. so i can't say it's frustrating but a good i don't know maybe four years was all spent on making this profile and oh really yeah well well, well, again there's very there's um what's the word you use that not variations, but reincarnations or something like that to mm-hmm. um, create this profile. And you meet the same amount of people that are in that zone. So mm-hmm. what I would do is I would get in my car and I would drive around and I would swipe right because I mm-hmm. knew as much as I was stuck in my designated zone, mm-hmm. I was not going to meet someone different. So... I would literally drive around LA, go into these different areas, swipe right, swipe right. My oh, it's because it's location based, right? Yeah. You, you, it's all okay. That's, it's, that's cool. And it's all location based, but even when you're in a specific location, um, it's only going to give you like I feel like a group of people that are just uh, put into that database for that zone. And even though there's more people, they're not going to mm-hmm. include you that. And as much as you want to tweak the uh, algorithm, yeah, algorithm or whatever you want, or your preferences or settings, you still fall into the same group of people. And really, yeah, and I, and I the, mean, I want I want to interrupt you, but I know nothing about the dating apps. I've never used one. I'm I'm very interested in this. So keep going. This is 
fascinating to me. So when I first start about like when you first hear about like let's um, date us like this is 2020 in the midst of COVID in the summer, mm. but I'm going back four or five years ago when they really kind of gained attention. And mm-hmm. essentially, like the Tinder apps were like just used for like, oh, you want to find a fuck buddy. Mm-hmm. But me myself, I can say, yeah, maybe I was in that mindset. But at the same time, I really was trying to find someone to get married because you've graduated, gone out of school. I wasn't one of those individuals that like going out to bars. Did I meet all my old significant others um, randomly through friends or in public? Yes. But as when you're working, going through grad school, you find time is very limited so you're just mm. trying to create these profiles and again you fall into these horrible char- characteristics too short not tall enough um what's your background it feels like every single time you're creating these profiles you're going on a job interview with yourself hopefully to see someone oh, wow. like you and what was really interesting is you would see the same people over and over in different apps in a duration of even years you're like wow this person's still single and i remember swiping right on them and we matched <laughs> mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden sometimes you find out you had a match and it was that person but they quickly removed it because they knew that Ooh. you would swipe so it, it was just funny and it's interesting man. yeah that's and, really interesting yeah and i would tell you um it is i don't know what other generation is going to go through this type of online dating stuff but it's like how do you message someone get the one-liner because I feel more so right now we're at a generation where um, people are so easy to give up on someone. Like if you Mm. are not like, and it's in both parties, people, male or females, we're like, okay, this person just doesn't have what it takes. Like I I feel like sometimes not the best example, but like our parents' generation, yeah, Mm. they had these gigantic flaws, but you gave it a go. (laughs) You did. You gave it a lifetime go. That's with our parents' generation. You you gave it the last and only go, even if it shouldn't have been given sometimes. So so it it, it, it was really, and I remember, and sometimes I would go on these dates. These um, I remember one specific date. I'm like, this girl, resume, perfect. That's how I viewed their profile. Like the resume, really? perfect. And I went on it. I thought the date was great, and you turn into that really awkward person that mm. can't make the move. Because mm-hmm. you don't know how the other person's either being um, socially polite or whatnot, because you feel like you only got that one date. So, yeah. and sometimes they're not going to give you their numbers or on the complete opposite spectrums, you get um, crazy people. I remember I met someone that was, I met them and I went on one date and they again had the resume, but then all mm-hmm. of a sudden told me, and this is not like, any political side I'm trying to take, he's, she literally said like, Donald Trump just saved us from like an extreme ex- Islamic attack from us. And here are the doc, here's a, here's these reports, Facebook reports. And I'm like, Whoa, I just came out to have a bagel with you. Jeez, and, like really and intense, really intense in your face. And I'm like, look, I'm not here to say any, I just want to get to know you. And you've told me enough. And it just becomes like, Hey, I don't know if you've ever seen Friends, but Chandler Bing has his one like, so I'll call you, um, mm. but never does or does or whatever it is. So, yeah, it's really frustrating in terms mm. of trying to meet the people who they say they are. But I'm imagining, I'm imagining right now, this is Black Mirror. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched Black Mirror. 
this is Black Mirror episode in like season four uh, called Hang the DJ. And mm-hmm. um, it's basically like, you know, typical Black Mirror thing. In the end, it's kind of like a more of a sci-fi thing, but it's basically about like a home, like a, it's a different world people live in where they just get arranged to date a person mm-hmm. and they meet the person and they have this little like spherical digital phone like thing and they can both press it at the same time and in three seconds it it locks into both parties and it tells you how long you're going to be together for oh yeah and it's a really interesting premise um and i kind of like was like wow this is really interesting i've never used dating apps and everything and spoiler alert on the episode i'm going to totally spoil it (laughs) unless you you don't want me to but uh, go for it um, so basically, in the end, they kind of the two main protagonists break free of the algorithm because they thought they love each other, but they're they in the, the beginning they they press the button together and they realize they're only together for like thirty two minutes or something, and it's just like unbelievable because they have such a good connection. So they fall apart. They go to other people like five year relationship, six year relationship. This that doesn't work out. Finally, they break through the algorithm and they just like kind of like fall in love. And they literally and metaphorically go over this wall, like a barrier, you know, it's like a metaphor, but it's also also a literal thing. And then you kind of zoom out the end of the episode and the whole time, this was a digital algorithm, like an AI algorithm that's been repeating human interactions times a trillion to see who would match perfectly. And then it sends you a message just like any dating app does and goes, you should, you would be good with this person. Because in the algorithm, those two entities that were created did everything and anything to get together, even though they weren't supposed to be. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's it's unbelievable. And I feel like dating apps kind of like mimic that concept, you know, in a very primitive way. I'm sure maybe in the future it'll become as advanced as that is. But I'm thinking about like the way you're saying like, yeah, I have to do a profile and everything like that. It just really mimicked that episode. It's just so interesting the way you say it. It's creepy almost. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of like uh, you haven't seen Westworld season three. Of course, I guess. Oh, so it's got whenever I hear algorithms and how people will react, kind of just takes me back to season three of Westworld. Well, well, everybody like that computer software. Oh, so, spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. Robo. Yeah. Yeah, like they and like it knows everything that how everybody's gonna react, how everyone's mm-hmm. gonna behave. It's it's crazy. I mean, yeah. But, I love uh, that stuff. Yeah, I, I, love, I just love determinism. I hate free will. <laughs> I, it's a strange, strange thing to like side to be on because you would think as some sort of supposed self-sustaining entity, I would, I would obviously believe in free will, but I totally do not. I believe everything is deterministic. I believe everything is set out already to be what it is. You know, that's why I loved season three's concept. I did not like season three, but I loved season three's concept of Rohobom and how he can predict every algorithm because in a sense he knows what people are going to do or it knows. I just, yeah. So that's very awesome. But we can go on for hours with that topic. Yeah. Great season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting season. I I would actually love to talk to you about that season. That'd be, that's like a side podcast we should do. Um, for the app, what app I'm most frustrated with? That's a complex question because 
I mean, first of all, I've never used a dating app and that sucks. I wish I had. Uh, very <laughs> interesting. Um, but I would say it's more of a, I did a, I had recently done a transition from oh, yes. um, Apple to, uh, to Android. I, I had been using basically Apple for the longest time, you know, iPhone. And uh, I transitioned once before um, to Android just for a little bit, but it was like really during the beginning times, it didn't count. I basically <laughs> settled with uh, iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> I basically settled with iPhone and um, I had recently switched over to an Android. I was like, you know what? I'm really tired of this like limited platform, all that yada, yada stuff they say. I'm like, I want to give it a go. I want to give, give it a go. So I got like a Note 9 or something. Like, oh, wow. basic, nothing crazy. It wasn't the highest end Note, you know. It was like one of the older years. I was like, I just need something that has a huge screen because I watch a lot of things, you know, shows and stuff like that, YouTube videos and kind of like the bigger screen. So I got that and I tried it out for about two months and I was just in, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Every app I used there was just terrible. Like I, I would use IMDB, for example, because <laughs> I, I use it a lot. And also this shows like where we're at, you know, <laughs> like you're using dating apps. I'm using IMDB. That's like says something about me. Yeah. But so you're I, married. There's a difference, you know. There, uh, that is a good excuse to use for now, but I've been using IMDB for a long time, <laughs> way before I was married. So um, I use IMDB a lot, right? So it's just so bad. Like I have such... I had such trouble with just the simplest tasks. Like you, it's, this is going to sound so mundane. It's so ridiculous. You should but say it. Yeah, it's it's just something that's a knee-jerk reaction. Look, a phone, at this point, it is an extension of the human. You know, Correct. I agree. It is, it is a necessity. I understand we all want to not be like, you know, tech dependent. And we want to be like, no, let's put your phone away on the weekends. And listen, let's not all lie to ourselves here. We're, we are connected to this thing. If if I could neural net Elon Musk get right into my ass, I would. Like oh, this come on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So <laughs> I would 100%. Sign me up. If it actually worked, I would do it. I really would. I'm I'm okay with being constantly listened to and watched mm -hmm, like a cam mm -hmm. girl without me knowing about it. Mm -hmm, but at least yeah. I know I can put this device <laughs> in my garage or basement and be like, okay, but I, I, I'm not ready for that, but I want to hear you. Like, I'm not here. I, I mean, cause I love the ecosystem of mm -hmm. Max. I mean the whole mm -hmm. app and I've had an Android phone too. And I've experienced that ecosystem, but that, that was almost like seven years ago. Oh, so. it's terrifying now. So basically <laughs> you click on, in a sense, there is no ecosystem. It's like, imagine <laughs> if you, it's exactly this. Imagine if you were Dolores season one, uh-huh right uh you're just it's spoiler alert slumber. by the way oh yeah spoiler alert on season one it's a beautiful slumber you know everything's happy she just wakes up says hi to her daddy goes and paints her horse you know in the meadow very nice very beautiful imagine dolores season one and imagine grabbing dolores and then throwing her into the real like west world area where they just raped the shit out of her and did all the stuff and anything goes it's the disgusting wild wild west that is the Android platform. It's like anything goes. You go to the app store, you, you download 
anything, it's like a third party person that just made an app for no reason. <laughs> you click on it, there's so many glitches, it's unbelievable. And I'm not even talking about third party people that are just shitty random people that made an app. Screw that. I'm talking about IMDB, like a very big company. They make Amazon. an app, you Amazon, doesn't matter. You click on the IMDB search thing. When I click on the little, you know, um, magnifying glass search button, obviously I am going to type words onto it, correct? Uh-huh. I'm going to press with so so <laughs> logic dictates as a person that is writing the algorithm when I press that damn thing please pull up my keyboard don't make me then press onto the box area again so then my keyboard pops up <laughs> that to me two taps is unnecessary it's like it, it, I'm, I told you this in the beginning it's a completely unbelievably like first world problems ridiculous detail but these are the kind of things that that Android lacks in fluidity that Mac does not. Wow, you know, you know, what the, you know what's really crazy about it? You said the third world. Majority mm-hmm. of like poor income countries or mm-hmm. have like lower GDP or quality of life, they're all using Android phones. So imagine mm-hmm. that how, it, how they don't know any better, you know, like they, <laughs> yeah. that one rich person that has the iPhone in that area, but like, well, mm-hmm. that person has an iPhone and it's like this whole new world, but we that live in the United States have options, multiple variations. Totally. It's, it's yeah. like, it's sort of like our political system, regardless of what side you vote on or fucked anyways, to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a very long discussion for another time and I'm down as well. Uh, but uh, I think that's a misleading statistic. I'm not even sure if that's a, obviously a real one. I mean, you just said it, but we don't know that hundred percent, but if that is, I believe that personal opinion is a mis- it's a misleading one simply because there are much more Android devices than there are Apple devices, right? No, I'm not talking about units. I'm not talking about units. Units sold, uh, probably there's a more Apple device. So I'm not sure. But I just mean the variation of it, right? There's like, there's like $100 Apple phone, um, Android phones, but there aren't $100 Apple phones. Yeah. So as a result, maybe like third world countries are able to adopt those and things like that. But you're totally right, dude. The ecosystem is unbelievably bad. Like when I imagine like people that obviously don't have the finances to purchase an Apple device. And also you would have to purchase other Apple devices to have an actual physical ecosystem working. So it would, it does cost a lot and it's a more of a privileged thing. That's why I told you this is totally a first world problem, but I still do believe, and I had spoke to one of my friends um, uh, that is a big Android person. And they had told me that, listen, um, the App Store and the Apple Store uh, has much more um, restrictive like parameters of what you can do on your apps. And they're much more um, strict as to you know, how you do your algorithms, how you write it, the mm-hmm. format, I guess. Um, so in comparison, in, as opposed to the Android App Store, uh, which is basically willy-nilly anyone can make an app. <laughs> they're third party totally accepted. So, you know. You're going to get poor quality. So that's my rant. Um, so basically, IMDB on the Android is terrible and drove me crazy. That's sad. Right? You would think it'd be something more important, but pretty much that's it for me. Yeah, but, but, but that's the sad part because it's such a basic application. <laughs> it's sort of like, I'm not asking you to like do my GPS, navigate me to this location. It's just like mm-hmm. pull up a database and tell me if Robert Patterson was mm-hmm. in all the twilight movies or mm-hmm. not yeah it's just something like let me search efficiently without having to multiple times tap 
And the inconsistency is what drives me crazy because I can swear to you or I've lost my mind. There have been a couple of times where I did <laughs> tap on that little box and the keyboard did pop up. And I'm like, okay, this is getting unbelievable. Besides that, the glitches. Most of the apps all glitched <laughs> eventually after using it. They all glitched. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. It truly is unacceptable. It's 2020. Like, come on. Like this is, it should have been so fluid. I'm telling you, we should have had phones like basically shoved up our asses at this point. Like very disappointed. Yeah, but we've made significant progress. And I feel like the next quantum leap is going to come in the next 10 to 15 years. But at the same time, I feel like it's going to meet more resistance. Not on how the technology, but the user that wants to actually use it. Because I feel like it's going to cross the line. Mm-hmm. From it actually being out of your body to connect it. Because we're already kind of wired, especially with the earbuds. But mm-hmm. I don't, I can't imagine what future applications going to be like. Like, and I, I personally, I'm okay with this. I like this, where we are right now. And mm-hmm. I don't want to go to that next level of like, hey, I got a chip inside of me. Like when I watched the movie really? Her, Her, like mm-hmm. I felt like that should be the future. Like we're not too engulched in society technology it can be turned off but it's still really in us um yeah no i I love her i i i would love that future too i think it's probably going to be more of like a mixture of something going inside of us um more of like a you know dare i say transhumanistic kind of ideology going on um just because i think the technophobes are kind of dying out (laughs) You know? what, the, what is technophobia? Please uh, uh, educate me. Um, you know, like having phobia of any oh. kind of like technology, oh. you know? I, like, I thought you meant like fresh off the boat, like people that were just new to tech, like. Oh, no, 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 no. Like it's a slang, technophobe, like uh, someone that has like a phobia, you know? I think it's called technophobia or something like that, but it's like a slang version of that. Basically, people that are like kind of really hesitant on adopting newer technology. Um, they like it's like an exaggerated form of it, like a phobia of it, you know. I, I'm pretty sure those people are basically dying out, um, and they're kind of either just accepting the reality of what's going on, or they're just like literally dying out, right? So they get older and they don't really. <laughs> the have generation, insulin. the great generation, the baby mm-hmm. boomers are dying yeah. off. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But with that said, this has been Sev, and that's Rob. And that's Random Topic Generator. Have a good night, everybody. Late.